Bartender Journey, episode number 16. We have a great interview today with our new friends Brian and Brianna. Brian owns a bar in California, and Brianna is a bartender there. And just to let you guys know before we get into the interview, I mentioned a giveaway contest that we're going to do. I can't remember if I mentioned it in the show or just tweeted it or both. Anyway, I've been informed that the product is on its way to me, so uh, we'll be doing that giveaway pretty soon, our first kind of contest, and that should be fun. So anyway, let's talk to Brian and Brianna. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? Brian. Yo, what's up, guys? There you are. Okay, we got it figured out now. Well, welcome. Thanks for uh, coming to talk to us. We have Brian and Brianna. What's up, guys? You match made in heaven, right? Brian and Brianna. Uh, right? <laughs> Double B. <laughs> well, they uh, they own a bar, or um, I guess Brian owns the bar, right, in uh, California. And yeah. Brianna works behind the bar. And uh, big fans of the show, they wanted to come talk to us. So it was awesome. It's great to have you. Yeah, we're excited, man. Thanks for having us. Oh, look, you're on, oh, we're on video. Oh, look, shit. I can see you. Can you see us? No, no, no we don't see you guys, though. That's... We can see you. <laughs> isn't, isn't technology amazing? You know what? It, it is, man. It's incredible. I just got to get with it. That's all. Uh, no I, li- I like the L.A. Uh, flying your colors in the back, the L.A. Oh, Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and big, nice. uh, big Rock, I see, yeah, on right, the, the shirt and the yeah. big sign. Rep- Are you at the oh, bar right now? Oh, shit. Represent- Are you at the bar? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> that's yeah. cool man that's how it goes right when you own a bar you live there yeah yeah pretty okay. much dude it's, it's okay i just want to say i've done some um i did some research on your bar and i like the music scene you guys got going over there do you have live music yeah we try to do a lot of live music um when we came in here uh you know there's a lot of sports bars around there's a lot mm-hmm. of uh you know we just kind of want to do a little different niche type of thing and um so far, it's been working out really good for us because, you know, people love to rock out and that's, you know, that's something that can separate us a little bit. So, right. It's good time. Yeah, I said some of the bands were, I was, what was it, Spawn of Abel. I, that was pretty cool. Are these like heavy metal bands that. or what? Oh, well, that well, dude, we've done everything. We've done everything from reggae bands to, uh, you know, we've had a country guys. We've had, right. um, yeah, like, you know, the best, the thing that works the best is, all the classic covers, you know, any of the classic yeah. covers, like, you know, old school rock and roll, that's what people love the most. That's what, yeah, um, that's true. Up, you know, kind of trying them out, trial and error thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's great. You know, and live music needs more, uh, it, need, it needs help, you know, I mean, you know, more and more yeah. now, there's more DJs all the time. And I was like, did you ever have this thought, you know, we see DJs all the time where we work, and it's like, when did the guys that play the music become more important than the people that actually create the music? They start singing, like you wrote the, this song. No, but yeah, exactly. I mean, shut the fuck up! Like, I don't want to hear you sing this song. <laughs> but, it, yeah. but I mean, it's like they're rock stars now. Instead yeah. of you know, they didn't make this music. All they're doing is playing it. Yeah. <laughs> How is this guy <laughs> DJ a rock star? Know. With, you know, the, meanwhile the guy who created the music probably you know made nothing on it. Yeah, that's the it's, worst. Well, it's that technology thing again, man. And um, exactly. you know what? ASCAP has a big. They're they're a big problem with that too because oh, they're making yeah. sure they get every everybody paid um you know that's already made music and stuff but they make it hard for any kind of newcomers to come up because now you know we're paying for that license so we got to yeah. charge you know we got to make sure that we're not paying too much to any of these new upcoming bands oh. and um you know it's hard for them to get their own original music out that way that's a tough thing man that's a tough thing you know about this you, you want to explain that a little brian because maybe not everybody knows about it yeah yeah the ascap license is um it's a license that they put together um, to make sure that people get royalties for all the music they've, they've already created. Right. And, uh, so the, you were talking about cover bands. So they, they come in, they're playing all covers. Now the people that wrote this song, you know, you play whatever, Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl, he's got to get paid for that. That's he's, right. He's yeah. supposed to be paid. 
not not everybody does yes. that but you know that's what you're supposed to so you're doing the right thing yeah well the thing is that um you know with some of the nitty-gritty bars in the area they um they'll be the ones that go and contact ASCAP and be like hey these guys are oh. music and so you better go check out oh shit that's fucked up dude yeah, yeah we have agents we have agents pop up all the time and um they're, they're fucking you know they want to they want to make sure and you know it just it makes it hard because um so we got to pay for this now you know and it's like we, if we get a new band that comes up and you know i have a couple guys that come in they got an awesome new sound the resonators i saw you guys had that oh resonators (laughs) that was a fun time i have to say yeah yeah they're interesting yeah yeah so i mean i don't do you mind if i ask how much that is the the ascap license yeah man i mean it gets up to it depends upon what you're doing you know if you're doing karaoke and you're doing live bands and you're uh you know, it just depends upon what you're doing and how you're equipped, but um, it, it runs you. upwards of twelve hundred bucks a year. Yeah, wow. Uh, that's that, that, awesome. that's what makes it hard to pay any of the other bands. You know, then right. we're already kind of on our budget for what we're doing with them. And they can find you is the thing too, right, right Brent? Yeah, they oh, can yeah. find you. So it's Persona, kind of like, yeah. ooh, or is, do we want to? Yeah, so you may as well just pay it. It's like extortion. Well, I mean, but I mean, I see the other side of the coin too. I mean, shit. If you're Tom Petty and you wrote Mary Jane's Last Dance, you know, fuck. I wish I had written that song. If somebody else is making money off of that song, I guess he deserves to be paid, right? But on the other hand, it's like you know, you guys are a small business, and the band is a small business in itself. You know, and th- those guys are probably walking away with, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking for you, but you know, in general, if you have a four person band doing a gig at a bar, if they walk away, well, I won't quote a figure, but let's put it this way they're not getting rich off of that gig they walk away with a few bucks each yeah and well, a beer, right? you know the thing for me is that um you know with certain things like particularly like uh karaoke um you know you can go on itunes and you can buy that song for a dollar and i right. can listen to it as much as i want you know right um but <laughs> for whatever reason if you if you're going to try to sing along with it now you have to pay extra money for it yeah. and that's part i don't know oh, that's an interesting point i never thought of it that way that makes this a lot deep, of sense. Man. Yeah, I never realized yeah. this. So, uh, so last night was busy. Yes. Yeah. 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 We had a great night last night. Awesome. Uh, yeah. We we actually had our karaoke night last night. Busy, busy. I don't personally get it, but people love it. So yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, open. I got I I got I do an open mic every Thursday. I play guitar and sing, and uh, we were just talking about it. So it's it's fun. You know, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Karaoke, open mic. It's yeah. similar. Okay. Similar. I do a lot of the same stuff you're talking about, classic rock, you know, but, but, but also, um, I'll, I'll throw something weird in there. Like I did, uh, the Beastie Boys, you got to fight for your right to party last week. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, here's a song you probably didn't expect to hear tonight. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, we were playing like Rolling Stones and whatever, you know, what, what kind of crowd do you get there? Well, that's the fun, that's the fun yeah. part, man. Is that, um, I love it. Because it's a pretty small town that we're living in and, um, it's, uh, we have a lot of return customers, but we get everything from, you know, we have one man that comes in here and he's he's over 90 years old. He's like 92 years old. And, uh, you cool. know, we get everything from that to we get, you know, young 21 year olds in here. The and, girls, the young girls. And that's why we're able to that's do so many different kinds of bands because, you know, we'll have a hip hop crowd and we'll have a rock and roll crowd and a metal crowd. And for whatever reason, I think it's like uh, the small town thing kind of gets everybody you know, on the same page. And yeah, that's know, a great you thing. Know. You know, I spent a semester of college in England, so we'd go to the pubs, you know, and I was like, you know what's so awesome about pubs is like you get everybody from the town goes there, you know, like from like yeah. you were saying, from old to young, you know. I mean, we here we are, college kids. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you got, like you say, you know, you got a 90-year-old man sitting there at the bar, you know, and you're hanging out with him, talking to him, having a great time, you know. It was, it was great. The pubs are, it's, it's like so ingrained in their culture. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
we do like theme parties, which are really <laughs> awesome. We'll do oh, yeah. like, um, we did a Mardi Gras. We're going to do a toga party next weekend. Cool. Weekend after, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to mix it up. We try it to mix gets it up. everybody in here and everybody, you know. That's a that's a great idea for a promotion. Toga oh. party. <laughs> play play Animal House on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Working. Well, I figure for all the people that miss college, you know, it gets to make everybody feel like they're in a sorority for a day. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. What any other promotions? What else do you, What else do you do to bring people in? Oh, we have a party bus now, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Oh, what? Nice. Yeah, man. We um. We, it's like I say, we live in a real rural town and um, it, we have a hard time getting taxis out here, oh. you know, or it takes a long time. It'll take a half an hour, 45 minutes if you were to get a taxi out here. So I said, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy a party bus. Yeah, let's see. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, move it a little. Put it up closer there. Well, okay. that's our, yeah, that's our little party bus. Can you see bus that there. bus? That is awesome. <laughs> it's like ice cream truck, man. <laughs> big, ro- big rock party bus. That is awesome. <laughs> I like, I like, I can show you. That is yeah, so cool, man. Awesome because, um, you know, we had a lot of people, um, and it's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm running around constantly like, oh, you know, this guy's, you guys, this guy's overserved. He's been yeah. overserved. Wow, that's it's, brilliant. Just, it, 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 I'm losing sleep over it, you know, and I'm sitting there going, we got to do something about this. So Did you, we, do other bars in California do that? I've never even heard of that. We don't have no, it here, uh, man. Don't do it. Um, you know, again, it's it's one of those stipulations where they, they make a whole bunch of loopholes for you to try to jump through. Oh, and, it's ridiculous. Uh, so, it's not people safe, you know, and that's kind of our thing. It's. What do, what do you guys look for, like, uh, to work in your bar? What do you guys look for for a bartender? Uh, it's funny. I was just laughing about this with her the yeah. other day because every single application I ever get says um, – Which we request resumes. Brian <laughs> always says, bring me a resume. You know, like, we don't even yeah, do – I, I said that in the podcast yeah. the other day, didn't I? Or a couple weeks ago. I, you know what? Every single resume always says – Quick learner. I'm a quick learner. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's a tip off right there. Everybody says that. But, um, what I look for is I, I always want to see loyal and I always want to see honest and mm-hmm. I want to see hardworking. You know, like mm-hmm. you guys have talked about it a lot in previous podcasts where, um, you know, you can learn a drink, you can learn right. this, and that. You know, but for me, like I want to see somebody that I know is not going to uh, be stealing from me. Right. You know? yep. Right. Right. And I want to see somebody you know that. Eventually, everybody's going to try to, we're going to try to plug you into our program a little bit, you know, so. And that wants it, you know what I mean? That they want it, you know what I mean? They want to hustle. And even for me separately, because I am bartending, it's kind of like, you know, go walk around, go out there, go see if they need something, you know, don't just stay in your certain little square, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's a a great point. It's like, you know, yeah, you can learn those drinks, but. Can you learn to be outgoing, to be um... a personality? Because yeah. we, we talk about it all the time. I see these, like in you know where I am, I see these guys and girls, and they have like zero personality, and it's just like yeah. you bring nothing to the table, absolutely right. nothing. You're like a you're a mirage. So when I when I really you may as get well to be a robot, yeah. What what can you do? Yeah. Talk to me. You know where am I from? Get to know me. You know it just drives me crazy. Or even worse, God forbid, a, just a shitty attitude, and they yeah. you know it's oh like, even worse. Yeah. Their, their personal life problems in and stuff like, it's like that. Leave it it's out like, the door. Some yeah. days are bad. People have bad days, but it's you gotta check that. Yeah, yeah. Veno talks about that all the time. He's like, you know, it, it's their moment, not yours. Yeah. You know, they're there to to feel like to make them to feel good about themselves or feel bad, whatever it is, but it's about them. It's not about you. And it's really nice because this is like a small town. So we get a lot of like, we have a lot of regulars and things. So when you know them, like, how was your day? Oh, I remembered you told me you were going on vacation. Like, how was your vacation? Or Mm -hmm. that's deep. Like that. 
knowing what they drink. It's so like, big. They come back yeah. and they are just and they're just happy. It was a good experience, you know, like you could be the only happiness in their lives. Yeah. You asking like you're Love giving it. a shit about their life where they could have like a, a horrible existence where, with the job, with their family, and here you're you're asking like, oh, how did you get your car fixed? Or you know, I mean, I mean that goes a long way, man. You know, how's that going? You know, <laughs> yeah. well, it does, and I get to see the exact like percentage, uh, you know, the percentiles of like who's doing what in tips and things like that, you know, and the people that always do the best are always the people that come in. They're friendly. Remember the drinks, you know, they remember the people. It goes so far and it's, you know, it's like you just said, it, it really can change someone's day. It can really, um, you know, some people, this is all they got. Some people, I, you know, yeah. there's guys that come here and they're here every day and this is their, you know, this is their home. This is their life. It's their and, family almost, you know, yeah. like, yeah. it's like on Cheers. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I would love to. Where in where in Cali are you guys located? We're we're about an hour north of Los Angeles. So is that near? Um, like uh, my one of my favorite fighters is from Cali, UFC. Nick Diaz. He's from Stockton. So how far are you? Got like a yeah, we'd be like way south of Stockton still. Um, we're about two three hours from Vegas. Yeah, we yeah we'd be like like, like Rancho Cucamonga. I don't know. Right, if you know right in between, is. right in between Los Angeles oh, and Vegas. Say it's about halfway from oh, Vegas. Okay. Los Angeles, road, somewhere in there. Road trip, Venom. Yeah, I tell you what, man, I'm uh, I'm down for that because I got I like I'm thinking. Yeah, we're actually definitely... playing the party bus, dude. We were gonna oh, we were gonna man. go to the Las Vegas convention, yeah. and uh, the day before our, our whole POS system crashed. Oh, I was like, well, you, well, you could have bought a new one in, in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> they had uh, they had three or four uh, exhibitors showing them. <laughs> they had everything. It was all fun, man. You've yeah. never you've never been? No, no. Oh, you got to go next year. It's, it was, we are. You too, Venom. It's uh, happening next year. Like, I really want to go. Yeah, it was so all... much fun. Oh, my God. And you drink Hammer. all day long, <laughs> All day and all night. So we'll party next year. What, what's your uh, signature drink? We have uh, we have one called Feeling Water. <laughs> what is it? Uh, feeling Water? Feeling. The town the town that we're living in is called Feeling. Mm. And, um, you know, we just basically, um, I, we like to work with a lot of different of the flavor vodkas. And uh, we, we made one. Uh, we do a lot of shit. Yeah, it just, you know, it looks like, it looks like shit. It looks like brown shit water. <laughs> yeah. It's like shit, but it tastes great. Like, yeah. Is that what it says on tastes like heaven. Like <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I started making my own flavor vodka. This is, um, what is it's that, just bro? lemon peel. I bought these, um, these, uh, what do you call them? Mason jars. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I just took vodka and I took the, um, the lemon, the peel, you know, not, not, no pith. No fruit, just a peel, and you leave oh. it in there for like two days, uh -huh. and it starts to change the color of the vodka. It starts to look kind of yellow, yeah. and it tastes fucking delicious. It's it so evil, good, bro. It looks it's so good. good. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks what like a science. I didn't want to say anything when I walked in. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I, I brought that up here because I wanted to show you. I did one like that with uh, tequila, and I just took some of our well tequila, some white tequila, and I um, I did the same thing with that. I infused it with pineapple and jalapeno. Mm -hmm. And um, we started making margaritas with it like that, and pff, man, awesome! It just are gives it that spicy? little hint, little hint of rocks. heat and sweet. You know, it's great. Are they are they spicy or just a, just a little bit? Yeah, no, it's spicy. That's it's, what was good. Yeah. It's like kind of the pineapple with the jalapeno. It balanced Ooh, well, you know. Mm. It reminded me of if you ever had pineapple and jalapeno pizza. Kind of tasted like that, honestly. It was that good. That must man. be a California thing, dude. I've never even heard of that, even heard of that man. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? A pineapple and jalapeno uh, pizza? I'll try to sell that in New York, man. <laughs> Shit, dude. That is crazy. Try it out. Holy cow. That's interesting, man. But it's it, at the nightclub and bar show, there was a lot of talk about um, 
uh, about it, infusions and this and that and pre-mixing things, you know, uh-huh. which is which is okay. You know, if it's fresh fruit and fresh stuff, you know, if you mix part of the some of the ingredients ahead of time, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. What's your thoughts about bartending school when people come to work for you guys? Are you are you for that? Does it impress you or it doesn't mean anything or Yeah, I'm all I'm all about the bartending school. Um, you know, I uh I went to bartending school before we bought this bar. This this whole thing kind of landed in my lap before we really had any kind of knowledge as far as how bars ran or anything like that. I was that. just a waitress. I was just waitressing. Mm-hmm. And that's how it worked for me. I just went to bartending school and I go, okay, well, I need a little bit of knowledge. It was a really good deal. So we were like, all right, we got to get in here. I got to jump Let's on this. It. But, uh, you know, other than hanging out at bars, we knew nothing about it. Wow. Yeah, that's it. It was our bar that we hung out at. You know, this is the bar that we hung out at before we owned it. And, um, you know, I ended up going to the bartending school and I learned enough, you know, where it's kind of fake it till you make it thing. And, um, but when we're, when we have a new bartender now, I, I like to usually start with fresh bartenders so we can kind of like mm. get which direction we want to go with them. But, mm. um, it's so nice though, when you have somebody come in and they've, you know, and they've already got the safe serve and they've already got, um, they know how to hold a bottle and pour. Yeah, like they yeah. know how to, they're not, it's not like a week of. Okay. You know. Yeah, but I'm all for the bartending schools. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Well, yeah, it gets them at least uh, oh. familiar with how to pour and things like you say. I can't imagine starting with somebody who's like never even had a bottle with a pourer in it <laughs> in their hand ever. Like that. That sounds like too much trouble. <laughs> it's a lot. It, it can be. Some people. Be some people lot. pick it up really fast. But it's you know it's um it's really more about the personality. Yeah. And it's really about um. You know the intangibles that it, the people that the people that know how to work with people and the people that are just fun, fun people. You know, and that's right. something I'm willing to yeah. work with. I'll take a little bit of time and I'll go ahead and I'll spend some time with these people and like, um, you know, because in, in the end, in the end, that makes a way better bartender. I mean, right. it's you, everybody. Everybody can memorize flashcards at some point, but uh, you can't teach them personality. Yeah, you can't right. teach personality. Oh, yeah, so true. It's so true. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent and but it's it's weird though because like as an experienced bartender i i said on the show a couple weeks ago that i'm putting feelers out looking at new places but it's actually i'm finding it very difficult way harder than i thought to find a new spot to go to because like i i don't know if it's partly a big part of it is because i don't have um boobs and (laughs) (laughs) and um and then the next thing is it's like i like how you just dropped that in there yeah uh, and then the next thing is that um like you were saying i think a lot they're looking for uh people they can kind of mold to their especially the chains like the 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 chain not that i want to work at a chain i don't but um, a lot of them will promote from within at the nightclub and bar show the the ceo of tgi fridays gave a speech and i went up to him afterwards and it was a great speech and um i went up to him afterwards and was talking to him but he said during his speech 99 percent of the time we don't hire bartenders we promote from within wow and um and it's just like you were saying bry they they want to they want to mold them to their specific way of doing things you know and it's yeah uh, you know it's, it's i guess that makes sense from a business point of view but it's kind of frustrating for uh experience experienced sure. bartenders how, how yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. No, yeah, you know, I was just gonna say that, um, you know, there's, there's, um, there's particulars when when I'm breaking down like the finances and stuff like that at the end of the month, where you know sometimes, uh, if you know where where we can pinch corners and stuff like that, um, I've noticed with with experienced bartenders, it's hard to get them to see my my train of thought in it. You know, mm. uh, if I'm if I'm going, uh, you know, we only maybe need a half a shot. Uh, the Grand Marriott and the Cadillac, oh, you know? Oh, I got you. Um, there's things like that. and They're it, set it, in it, their ways. 
Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I mean, an old experienced bartender, they 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 want they they're, they're used to doing it their way, and that's that's okay and that's good. But sometimes for me, that doesn't work, you know. Yeah. Well, they where did they get that habit at another bar? It wasn't your bar, you know? Where did they pick up these habits? Like, you know, yeah. you want things done your way, not their not the last person's way. And this is a good point. You're you're, you're president of your world. So, at, like me being an experienced bartender. If I'm going to work for you, that's it. Like my old habits die hard. You're paying me now. I'm going to, I have to go to your direction. You know what I'm oh, saying? By his book. Yeah. I mean, that's what bartenders, especially, you know, seasoned vets, you can't just go in there and think you're going to run, run shit. This ain't your show. You know, this is your show. Yeah, that's true, man. But at the same time, okay. I, I, you know, I have one, I have one girl that's worked for me and she's been bartending for uh, 20 years. And there's things that I pick up off of her all the time too. And it's like, you know, you got to, you know, even, even in my seat, you got to keep a humbleness because I don't know, I don't know half of the shit that she knows. And um, a lot of times I'm learning from her too, you know, so it's, it's gotta be a both way. It's gotta be a two way street. It's a good team. We have a good team. That's break down your team for us and break down like how, like your busy night, like how deep is the crowd and how, you know, how many bartenders we yeah. have, uh, we have, we... no, go ahead. You can get some. No, it's okay. Cause I bartend <laughs> on the weekend. So. I bartend Thursday to Saturday, and on Friday and Saturday nights, we have two bartenders. It's me, and then we have a, um, a guy bartender, Kent, and uh, it's me and him behind the bar. And then sometimes we'll have, like, a busser or Brian will help out, and he'll uh, get back there and help us with whatever it is that we need, you know. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I like okay. for I like for everybody to kind of be able to do everything. On, on, a, on an average day, we only usually have one bartender behind the bar during the day, and then at night, we'll have two bartenders. And then there's always like a third and fourth person. Usually, like we'll have one busser, and then myself runs around. It's kind of everybody just, you know, we're all kind of our own security guards, and we're kind of all. I might jump in the bus and go pick somebody up, or, yeah. um, you know, I'll, you know, I'll be back there washing dishes, or you know, whatever, just whatever everybody needs to do. And that's kind of, um, that's kind of thing. At least when you work here, everybody does everything. It you gets know? busy though, man. There's weekends where I'm just like the end of the night we just can't move wow. <laughs> yeah i like that though don't you I, I, I like being busy like that in every way i would rather be i'm much more of a fast person like i like to stay busy you know i'll kind of go crazy when it's slow so for me it's it's awesome i love we, it we have a 245 uh person capacity um i think i think we're about um 2500 square feet on the inside so it's a decent sized bar and then we have a big outside smoking patio yeah, huge patio outside mm. um, you can take your drinks and you know, and when it's that, it, it's like when when we get packed, it's nice because it looks like whew, this place is just There's you know no get everybody park, packed man. in here. Cars everywhere. But but when we're not, when we're in the daytime, yeah, when we're, we're slow, all, it's like damn, uh, the crickets out here, dude. Yeah. This place is yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, not every place can be busy all the time, every day. You know, as much as you'd like it. <laughs> what are your hours? Twelve we, to two. Yeah, we uh, noon to two in the morning. Wow. Yeah. We're only open. To, we're only allowed to be open until uh, two in California. Yeah, it's four in New York. I know. I know. It, I know hear it. it, man. People are like, they're, "What? They'll come from somewhere else, like visiting family." A lot oh, of times, <laughs> a lot of times, two yeah. o'clock. People, it's and time I'm, to go I'm home tired for them, and man. you're hammered. Time, like I'm probably not going to serve you no more anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four is pretty late. <laughs> it's pretty late. Yeah. I used to when I when I used to work at uh, my friend Joey's bar in Manhattan. Yeah. And I was I was bartending, but I was also the manager. So I'd have to, you know, count all the money and do and watch the. Uh, we had a bar back, luckily, who cleaned up. But I had to wait until he was done, you know, to lock up. So I was getting out of there five thirty, dude. That's crazy. Five thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, that's. Oh man. Yeah, that's no. Sometimes good, I don't get to bed till then by getting home and like winding down, you know. Well, that's the thing. You still got to wind down five thirty in the morning. You get off, and then you got to get home and wind down. Like you said, I was going to bed at like nine o'clock in the morning. 
And then get. <laughs> do you guys have second jobs or just your main job? He does. Um, I just bartend and then I help him like manage, do stuff, you know, what I can. And then he's he's busy. Yeah, I've, I've I've been working in a um I've been working heavy equipment in a mine. Wow. For like uh man, it's been ten years ten now. Years. Yeah. Outstanding, man. Yeah, Outstanding. You're hustling, man. I love that shit, bro. <laughs> Nice. So he's, you know. Usually it's like once we're closing the bar down, I gotta hurry up and get on the freeway because I commute, and then, um, you know, gotta get down there and then run that job, and I'll get back home the next day by like noon or one o'clock or something what? like that. What? Holy shit! Yeah, it doesn't deep. sound like there's any time for sleep after all that. Seven days, seven days a week, dude. Seven days Very a week. Very limited. Wow, outstanding, man. That's what everybody. That's what everybody's doing. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the bartenders I run into, it's their, it's their second thing, it's yeah. their side hustle. You know, that's why I think. Uh, you got to come into it with the respect that it's it's a good thing. It's an extra thing for everybody, yeah. you know? And um, you got to have that respect there for it. Definitely, man. Yeah, no, it's true. Every, everybody we work with has another job, I, I would say. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, would say 90%. It's, it's to survive. I mean, people are broke nowadays. and Yeah. Just yeah. to get by, you got to fucking, you, you're working hard, man. You got to hustle. Please. It was Eric was talking about it the other day. It's like it's it's kind of like your own business, you know. It's kind of yeah. up to you how much money you're gonna make. Like if you if you if you have the right attitude and you go in there like we like we do, we always do a, a fist bump, you know, yeah. before we start work. We're like, let's make some money tonight. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's <laughs> you know what? We do that behind the bar too. We're like, where's the people at? Like we'll get pumped up. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a rush. You're a good bartender, man. I mean, people want to go to your place because I could just tell by just talking to you guys. I want to go to your place. I shit you not. Yeah. I, if I go to cali man i'm gonna definitely you know what you have to. mark my words i will be you know there. what we'll do we'll go we'll go to the nightclub and bar show next year and then Shit, and then we'll leave it a couple extra days so i want to go, go sooner man <laughs> i got vacation time i mean really you know, and we hear it from people all the time people that used to be stuck on this one bar from wherever and they're like we gave it a chance like we came down here and now like they don't want to leave they come all the time they're like we love you guys we love you guys and we love this bar and it just <laughs> It's motivating, you know. At the end of the day, man, it's at the end of the day, it's people want to party, and mm, yep. um, whatever you gotta do to make people feel like they're partying, that's that's what needs to happen because, mm. um, you know, that's th this this bar was close to sinking when we took it over, mm. and um, all we did, literally all we did, yeah. I mean, we we learned, you know, we figured out the ounces and we figured out, you know, all the percentiles and stuff like that, but Constant. realistically, like my game plan was make it a party. Like, this place was not a party. And then once we made it into a party, everybody's having fun. And people don't mind paying for the drinks then. Then they don't mind. Um, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. I said it. I, I told you on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about how John Taffer said people people never leave a good bar saying it was expensive. They'll leave a bad bar saying it was expensive. Right. But, right. but a good bar, they'll say, that was an awesome bar. They won't even think about how much money they spent. Yeah even twice. What's it's true. And I mean, you know what? Uh, I love how you guys are always pumping John Taffer because that was, wow, we love that was really literally what made me jump into this bar was that wow. I was watching Rescue and I was like, dude, we could fucking do this, man. Like, Look at, we can do the chairs this high yeah. and we can like. <laughs> how long do you own the place? Um, It's been a year. It's just been a little wow, over a year. Wow, good yeah. for you, man. That's fucking great. Congratulations, yeah. dude. And I got a lot of, a lot of uh, props for you, my friend, you know, you know, you work in a crazy job and your dedication. I totally respect that, man. I really do. Crazy hours. Well, thank you, dude. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely been hard, and um, you know, us having a relationship, it's not it's not easy having a relationship yeah, inside yeah. of the bar. I also, can't even imagine. My boss and my boyfriend for a long time. You know, through this too, it can be. It's hard. You know, we were we we're, were watching that one bar rescue, and I think they're saying um, with with the crazy couple. Uh, oh, God, I remember Austin, the one in Austin. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're saying like eighty-seven percent of uh, you know bar relationships aren't don't work out or whatever, you know. And um, they're like fighting and stuff like that. And we don't that, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it it gets tough at times, but it's you know you you got all these different components and um. It's respect for each other and kind of. And, you know, and, and plus, with you with, with your second job, Brian, you're probably that's probably the only time you see each other. Most of the time, honestly, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's and, and I think if, if anybody could say that, um, you know, you got to check your baggage at the door. I think, you know, that's something we got to keep in mind for ourselves, too, is that when we come in here, we might have been bickering about, um, you know, who was making dinner last night or whatever, <laughs> whatever. it was. But when we come in here, you got to check that shit at the door and we just and make sure that do. make sure that you're you're in a good mood and you're smiling. But we love it. So I think it makes it, you know, I mean, we both love it so much. We love the people. We love yeah. the bar. Right. Right. Yeah. It's almost just, more like social time than work in a way, I guess. Great. It's what's the most uh, memorable experience since you guys had it in, in a year? Like, oh my god, we've had so many. Yeah, that's what stands out. Different parties. That's I mean, what tough. Do you think? Oh man, that's really tough. I don't know. We've had a lot. Um, yeah, I want to check this place out. Birthday. Yeah, we had um, we my had a uh, Halloween's my birthday. We had that was a good night. That yeah. was a good night. Um, Oh god, Mardi Gras was amazing. Our pajama party. We, we had, had a pajama, pajama party. party. Yeah. <laughs> that was big. We, we had a pajama party, man. And people <laughs> so um people were coming in and like, you know, the girls are wearing lingerie. like lingerie stuff. Like the guys were wearing um When are you basketball. doing that again? We'll plan our trip yeah. around that. Oh my yeah, god, dude. It was, it was it was fun though. And people just start dancing around and try to jump up on the bar party, and like, dance, you know. Indians get a cowboys and Indians. So that was awesome. We so were the you, only. Did you have more cow cowboys or more Indians? Way more cowboys. We were the <laughs> only. Like, we, were <laughs> we rocked it. It was cool. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool party. I mean, there's been so many. You know, it's, there's been a lot of really cool times around yeah. here. A lot of fun. That's a great idea. Between the party bus and these theme nights, I I, I don't see any bars around here doing any oh, of that. No, that that truck you have, that bus. That I want to get on a bus. It's man. dope, man. Can you get a it's drink fun. on a bus? It's so fun, dude. It's, it's a lot of fun. You can stand up and like move around, so it just it makes the party like this is what I try to tell customers when they come in. They ask, well, what is that out there? I'm like, it's a party bus, you know. It's a safe way home and back, but it makes your night like it ends well, you know. You're partying the whole way home. You can stand and move around, and, you know, it's <laughs> can like... You, can you get a drink on the bus? No, we're not allowed. No, you <laughs> no, can't drink on the bus. We're yeah. kind of avoiding that. Yeah. <laughs> and realistically, even if you could, then, um, you know, at least on the way to the bar, I wouldn't want anybody bringing alcohol anyways, yeah, you know? So. know. Yeah, course, they try to sneak it in. And yeah, but like... the, bus is, the bus has been an awesome thing because that's that's been one of those things where, um, you know, somebody can call me from another bar, and I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've been waiting for my for my shit phone call, you know, from some one of the other owners, but... um. <laughs> Uh, you know, like we had one where we went, and the, I guess that bar was a little bit dead, and we ended up just emptying out the whole bar, and we got like oh. you know sixteen people piled on there. We go, All right, you, got, you got a lot of new customers and Dude. one new enemy. Wait, wait, yeah. let, let me understand. You just swagger jacked someone's. You went to a the bar. bar. He fucking swagger jacked the whole fucking crowd. Badass, man. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's fucking boss, man. God damn. <laughs> in a fucking ice cream truck and like yo I'll show you where the party you want, is you want to know where the party is get in the bus oh man yeah man cool the that only the only place man. I've ever seen that is Vegas they have oh, the, the, the strip clubs have bar, have buses and yeah. limos but that's the only place I've ever seen that that is so cool bro holy shit but no that's great man and uh, so uh, you mentioned a, sh a drink before did I a Cadillac did you say yeah a Cadillac, yeah, Cadillac margarita, margarita. uh huh 
What's in that? Whatever premium tequila, triple sec. Okay, you know? gotcha. It's basically it's basically uh, you know what you would do with uh your you just add it's just the premium it's just the premium and it's on the rocks. Tequila and instead of uh, triple sec. Yeah, that's good. What's your count out there? Like when you when you yeah, I wanted to ask that too. Like when you yeah, bartenders. Well, we basically want to go with um for most drinks as your base, we want count. about a four count, you know, which is an ounce. Nice. And um you know try to try to. Try to keep it that. Like sometimes you gotta fudge a little bit. You gotta go a little bit over. And our pour, but, um, we've had a heck of a hell of a time. Whatever. We've been through. Yeah, pours, pours man. I don't know it's what like, it is, but we had some really bad pours. And we um, tried so many, and it's yeah, like, they're not all the same. Because we always talk about we always talk about the count, you know. But yeah. it's supposed to be a five count, whatever, and that's that's the general rule. Yep. But it's like they, they don't all come out exactly the same. You gotta clean them constantly, uh, man. We tried measured, and I am so sick of those measured pours. It's like yeah, that's hard. Yeah, those things are no good, man. Man, we've tried. We've spent good money on these pours. You know, like, we've tried so many different kinds. It's just, I don't know. Seems Wait, there was, who was it talked about jiggers? I saw it on Twitter somewhere, and somebody's like, what, why jiggers don't make any sense? Because, first of all, that's not really stopping you. I mean, unless somebody's watching over you, you can still over-pour with that. You know, a lot, most of them, they, they, they pour it into the jigger, and they keep it going, you know? Yeah, yeah no Hold doubt. Over yeah. the glass and just, oh, it's overfilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, but, you know, every single customer that I've ever seen, like, uh, one time, one time I put a bartender on punishment because they were overpouring really bad. So that yeah, punishment was did. you got to use a jigger. And every- <laughs> oh, shit. And, um, he did, man. You know what, though? And it was my, it was like my punishment to her to get her to figure it out. But what ended up happening was that every single customer was pissed off yeah. that a jigger was being used and it was ended up, you know, I was like, okay, losing sales it. because of it. Yeah, yeah. either you got to learn how to pour, or you know, whatever. We're not gonna do the jigger thing no more, though. <laughs> yeah. No, no it's a, and that was the other point of this this article that I read was exactly what you just said. Customers feel like they're not getting enough, or they feel like they're being ripped off, or they, they customers hate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate it. Like it? Yeah. I was gonna say anywhere I go to Chili's and they're making, and it's like, I hate. Well, so, how, so much know? goes into the glassware, and that's one of the things I figured out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, first and foremost was that Early so on. much of it goes into the glassware as far as how many ounces we're using, and, um, you know, a lot of, the, even the shape of the glasses, you know, our, all of our rocks glasses are, like, bell-shaped. You know, you can still be getting the same amount of alcohol, and, you know, even one thing he had a long time ago on Bar Rescue where he's showing how to do the high pour, yeah. you know, and people feel like they're getting a little that. bit more out of those. Even if they're not, it's, it's the appearance. And, um, you know, if people see that it looks like their alcohol is filled almost all the way up to the top of the glass, um, you know, that's what makes them happy. And so... And we've done a lot with the glassware. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's even the same amount of ounces, but at least it looks better to them, then that's yeah. that's what they're it's all happy. about, the presentation. Yeah, they're all, whoa, that was so much. And it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll, yeah it'll, it can taste strong if, if you don't have a lot of mixer in it. So, you know, if you have a right glass, I guess, what are the glasses kind of thick? So they, they look full. Oh, they're it. like a bell shape kind of, you know? It's just bell shape. So by the time you get done pouring your initial alcohol, it looks Smaller. like it's way high up to the top, even Smaller though that's really probably about the halfway mark. Oh, yep. wow. Man. Smaller that's... on bottom, you know, and then it goes wide. So oh. you're... Can you email me a picture of that? I'd love to see. I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. I well, yeah. I have one right now. Yeah, we might. We oh, you have, have one right next. I, I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but our, our our listeners won't be able to see, but at least we'll get to see. I mean, the idea is just to make it, it's, 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 you know, very small at the bottom, and then it bell shapes out as it goes up. So, um, you know, the halfway mark is actually like way higher up to the top, you know? So it that appears is, wow. you have a giant whiskey, but you really don't. That's a, that's a brilliant idea. 
<laughs> I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> and we found that by actually just doing our own, like, uh, so it was just all test runs. I mean, yeah. I, I went through probably 4,000 bucks of glassware within the first six wow. months, just hitting it, checking it out, throwing it out, you know, um, Oh, that's what you got to come to the nightclub and bar show because there's all kinds of stuff like that. Although I didn't oh, see it, I didn't see any glasses like you're describing. That's a great idea. Yeah, and I mean, it's the thing is like at the end of the month, um, you know, for I guess any of the bartenders out there listening, it's like, uh, you know, the things that the things that for me, where I'm sitting there and I'm looking and it's like, oh man, you, sometimes you don't understand that just the littlest mistakes cost thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, and um that's just one that's that's one thing that it's like you know when you're a good bartender and you're on point and um you know you're making the bar money you're you're so valuable because uh, you know just the simplest little things even over pouring by you know a quarter ounce can it can burn the bar for thousands of dollars you yeah know? that's they're what, doing that a quarter ounce every time all night long yeah yeah, that, yeah. like john taffer does where he makes but anyway so this bottle. is the glass that we're talking about here i don't know if you can see that yeah cool, wow man. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just it's it's easy breezy. It's got the fat bottom glass. You know, yeah. it's got the fat bottom. So that it's like about that big. Yeah, by the time we get poured up to here, that's that's about an ounce once the ice is no in there. Kidding. I don't get very many complaints. That's no, for sure. because you know, and th the thing is, for me, is that it's it's really hard to overpour in a glass like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible because if you're overpouring, you're not even gonna you know in a, in a Jack and Coke or something, you're not even gonna get any Coke in there. <laughs> you literally get like people ask sometimes, can I have a Jack and Coke? You know, a splash of Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Can you make oh. it strong? Don't you hate that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't always do that. I get a lot of, because uh, we sell a lot of whiskey here. We sell <sighs> a lot of whiskey. So it's like, can I have a whiskey Coke, but just a splash of coke <laughs> like right. sure <laughs> yeah sure you can have that it's not gonna be filled all the way to the top though because well with your glasses i guess you can but you know if you're double, though you want a double and then i'll just be like you want a double over your guys's uh, career what would you say that you've uh what would you say is like the number one drink you've poured the most vodka cranberry i would say i would yeah. say jack and coke for me yeah by the way can i ask you a question cranberry vodka yes. yeah why is it cranberry vodka why? <laughs> did i talk about that last week yeah i did right yeah you've been a talking couple, about a couple, for years couple, couple, <laughs> i hate that call it cranberry vodka it's supposed to be liquor first yeah it's rum and you know rum and coke jack and ginger what what, what? i don't get it i don't know but i always say vodka cranberry it throws vodka, me off you know every time they do it it, it just like <laughs> i'm like what do you want again? it totally fucks me up <laughs> he gets fired up over that shit man i never know why he, it it's like you just so call much. him an asshole he's like fucking jerk <laughs> <laughs> he gets fired up over it. I mean, you don't tip me. He's like, he's like, what the fuck? It's not Cape, Cape Cod, Cape Codler, fucking vodka cran. <laughs> Sorry to bring that. I, I talked about that already. I, I, no, but for years, not to repeat bro. Myself. This is a deep-rooted issue with you, bro. <laughs> anyway. Hey, well, man. It was great talking to you guys. We're out, we're out of time here, but uh, it was awesome, and we really want to stay in touch with you guys and um, come see your bar. You guys want to plug yeah, anything? absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. Tell, us, tell us the name of your bar, the town, website, whatever. It's called The Big Rock. It's called The Big Rock. It's in Pinion Hills. Um, if you're on Facebook, it's Big Rock Inn, I-N-N. Um, so sometimes you can find it that way. All right, cool. Yeah, that's that. And um, I want to tell you guys, you guys keep up the good work, man. Because yeah. um, for me personally, when I'm sitting in my tractor, um, you know, it's like it's it's super entertaining, a. Eh? And I think that you're doing the Lord's work, and um, you know, you're prepping all these new bartenders out there, and it's awesome, man. So it's keep up the hard work. I learned a lot myself, so that's yeah, man. It's 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 been a really cool uh, blessing to have, you know. Yeah. So keep up the good work, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. We Thank really you. appreciate that. 
podcast. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll we'll definitely be in touch. Yeah. And uh, if you ever get to New York, let us know. Yeah, I would love. I can't wait. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll show you. We'll show you a good time. Okay. All right, guys. guys. Thank All you so right. much. All right. Bye, Bye. now. Ciao. All right. So that's our interview with Brian and Brianna from the Black Rock Inn in Pinion Hills, California. And uh, so if you're out that way, you can definitely stop by and see them. This turned out to be kind of a long episode, but we were having such a good time talking to them. Didn't want to, didn't want to stop. So uh, we'll see you next time. Remember, um, you know how to get in touch with us: Vince.bartender at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Barkeep Tips and Vano's Bartender twenty two twenty two at Gmail and Vance Vano on Twitter. All right, and like I said at the beginning of the show, we got a giveaway coming up soon, so that's gonna be really cool. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us some stars on iTunes. And we got some other things in in the works that we're trying to uh, make happen. All right, we'll see you next time.